Gather around the campfire, everybody. Auntie Jules has a spooky story to tell you all. What's the story about, you ask? Oh, that's easy. The story's about you. It's about who you are and what you can do. Because the monsters are real, children. They're real, and you are the only ones that can fight them. Welcome to 5 Degrees Off Normal. And tonight, I'm going to focus on two specific parts of building a little fierce character. Nah, make that three parts. Tonight, I'm going to be going over qualities, stuff, and the questionnaire. I'm going to link to Little Fear's website down in the show notes. If this interests you at all, please go there and pick up a source book. They're not that expensive. And if you want to get really awesome spooky stories, you need to make sure the artist can eat. So go support your local game artist. Little Fears, unlike a lot of other RPGs, leave a lot to your imagination and interpretation. So that's why I'm going to be focusing on quality stuff and the questionnaire. Because they're more nebulous. Now I want you to think back to when you were a kid. Alright, you thinking about it? Usually most of us will come up with a singular idea of who we were when we were kids. Oh, I was an athlete. Or I was a musician. I was a bookworm. I was the teacher's pet. I was the hellion. I was the troublemaker. I was the computer whiz. Right there, all those ideas are the kind of things you want to think about when picking your first quality. The I am blank. So think, what kind of a kid would you like to play? Do you want to be a Girl Scout? Do you want to be the kid that races his dirt bike up and down the street? Do you want to be the street's best jump roper? Those are all viable. Think on it. All right. So you got your first concept? Good. Next, what you got to do is come up with two types of skills or abilities that tie into that main quality. Let's say that you've picked the quality, I am a good skateboarder. All right, that's pretty cool. So what two abilities you think would tie into that? You could have something like, I have really good balance. Or scrapes and falls don't slow me down. I mean, those would tie into being a skateboarder, don't you think? Or say you decided to choose, I am a bookworm. What associated skills and abilities do you think would tie into that? There's some good ones for this one. You can have the idea of, I remember everything I read, as long as it's about science fiction. And also with the idea of being a bookworm, no one ever expects you to get into trouble or do anything against, you know, the rules. So you can get away with a lot more stuff. Because honestly, who ever expects the bookworm to smack the monster in the face with a shovel? You guys kind of get the idea a little bit? I hope so. Next, you either pick one or two, depending on the strength of how you want it, additional quality of what your kid is. So your kid might be a musician, but during the spring, your kid plays baseball. And during the fall, your kid plays soccer. So this is how it's going to look on your sheet. Your main quality is, I am a musician. And the two associated positive qualities with being a musician would be, I can hear things really well. And I have very nimble fingers. As your secondary positive quality would be maybe a plus two. I play sports in the spring and the fall. These secondary qualities really help fill out your character. You can even choose to have another language. That's how you put these extra things in there that give your character a little bit more flavor. And since no kid is all good, there are some negative qualities you need to add in as well. Let your imagination go crazy for a minute here. Your negative qualities can be almost anything, but they have to make sense. You could have a negative quality of, I have a stupid name, or I have a thick accent when I speak, so it's hard for kids to understand me. 
or I will never, never, ever interrupt when an adult is talking. Use your imagination. It doesn't have to be something that is horrible now, but to a kid, it makes life very difficult. And you gotta pick either a pretty impactful two-pointer, like I have asthma, or two one-pointers, like I can't stand still for very long and I get in trouble a lot. Don't worry, your GM should help you figure it out, and they have some good examples in the book. So there's qualities there. Next, I'm going to get into stuff. Stuff in Little Fears is kind of like your magical weapons in D&D, or your street gear in Shadowrun, or your six-shooter in Deadlands. And here's something really, really awesome about Little Fears. You get to make it up. Not just the item, but what the item does. And here I'm going to touch on a very, very small bit of mechanics. Because how much stuff you have is contingent on your character's belief. And your belief is tied to how old your kid is. Don't worry, the book explains it. But needless to say, the older your kid is, the less belief you have. So take that into account. But also remember, the younger your kid is, yeah, he has more belief, but his stats aren't as good. So for ease, right now I'm going to pick a kid that's 9 years old. A kid that is 9 years old has 3 points of belief. So that means there's 3 points of stuff you can do. And it doesn't have to be three individual items. It could be one item with three cool abilities or, you know, a plus two bonus and one cool ability. Sky's the limit with your imagination on this one, guys. And for an example, I'm going to pull one that one of my previous players used, and I loved it. I think it's brilliant. The character had a rosary that was once his grandmother's, and the character treasured it very, very much. So much so that it actually became a piece of stuff. So what did it do? One of the abilities was called Grandma's Hands. And pretty much, you know, whatever Grandma touches, she makes it all better. So by activating the rosary, he was able to heal somebody's damage. Stuff can also have more than one ability. And I'm sorry, Zippy, I'm going to use yours as an example. Zippy had a character named Little Scotty Timmerman, six years old. And he had one of those plastic lightsabers as one of his stuff. So these are the powers that he gave it. One power was use the force. It was a two-point power, and it allowed him to deflect two points of damage. The other power was help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it gave him a plus one bonus on fear checks against monsters. As an added perk, he decided to make the lightsaber noise with his mouth whenever he activated that piece of stuff, so that got funny really, really quick. And probably one of the most charming pieces of stuff I have ever seen in a Little Fears game comes from my friend who is a pretty much mad social scientist. She had a one-point piece of stuff that was a tinfoil hat. I am not kidding. It was a tinfoil hat. And what it did was when she activated it, it kept the monsters from reading her mind. I mean, what a unique idea. I, I found it very clever. So think back to when you were a kid. Was there something you had that was always more than just a toy? What did it do? And lastly, now I'm going to go into the questionnaire. I'm not going to go through every freaking question, but I'm going to touch on the ones I think really add depth to the character you're creating. These questionnaires really help you get into the head of the character you're creating. It gives them more depth. It gives them life, for lack of a better term. So here we go. One of the questions I really like is a two-parter. Once I lost blank, it was special because blank. I love this question. We weren't perfect as kids, and we screwed up, whether intentionally or unintentionally. So I'll leave you with an example here. Again, this comes from one of the other games that I've run. Once I lost the yellow ribbon magnet that was on a refrigerator. It was special because it was supposed to keep my daddy safe. Here's another one. Once I lost my pocket knife. 
It was special because my brother bought it for me when I joined the Cub Scouts. One of the other questions I really like is, my biggest fear is blank. You know, it doesn't have to be monsters. It doesn't have to be the dark. It's something that scares you, rational or not. One character had her biggest fear be that she would be sent back to Russia. Another player had their character's biggest fear be being alone. One of the most interesting ones that my players came up with was, my biggest fear is that I will be held back a grade because I'm not as smart as everyone else. So it kind of shows that monsters aren't always the scariest thing out there. And the last question I'm going to cover is the thing I like least about myself. Now, this isn't a negative aspect. This is just something the kid does not like about themselves. We've had characters say, the thing I like least about myself is that I am not as pretty as my older sister. Another player stated, the thing I like least about myself is my lack of understanding of American culture or slang. One of the most interesting ones I had was, the thing I like least about myself is no matter how much I exercise, I never lose weight. One of the more, I want to say, innocent uh, I like least about myself was, the thing I like least about myself is that I'm the youngest. So hopefully I've covered enough of little fears to whet your appetite and hopefully get you interested in picking up a new RPG you never thought about. So if you can imagine it, you can play it. And if anybody is interested, I can do a follow-up episode to this one and discuss some of the types of characters that I have run games for. Some of them are pretty interesting. In closing, I'd like to thank Prism Shard for letting me use their awesome music for my intro. I'll leave a link to them down in the show notes. So, good night, everybody. Remember to check under your bed before you go to sleep.